When Bobby Gibb registered for the 1966 Boston Marathon, they rejected her, told her women couldn't run marathons. So Bobby put on a disguise, hid in some bushes, and ran the Boston Marathon anyway. Hello and welcome to Incredible Feats, a Spotify original from Parcast. I'm your host, Dan Cummins. You can find episodes of Incredible Feats and all other Parcast shows for free on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. Nineteen sixty-four. Watching the Boston Marathon, Bobby Gibb decides this isn't for her. As in watching it. She wants to run it. So Bobby registers for the 1966 Boston Marathon. And in February, she receives a letter from the Boston Athletic Association. She opens it, thinking this must be her marathon number. It's not. It's a letter stating the marathon's rules. Women aren't allowed and furthermore, are not physiologically able. In 1966, the rules of the Amateur Athletic Association state that women can't run anything more than a one and a half mile race. Otherwise, it's a liability. Don't want to risk running some fragile women for two whole miles or more. Their little women legs might break off. Their little women hearts might give out. What did they actually think was going to happen? This is insane. At the time, no one even makes running shoes for women. Bobby's been running in nurses shoes and boys running shoes. How is this happening in 1966 and not 1666? Now, Bobby has to run the race. It's bigger than her desire to run for the fun of it. It's about proving that women can run, period. April 19th, 1966. With a hoodie covering her ponytail and shorts borrowed from her brother, and unfortunately not a really obvious fake mustache that keeps slipping off that I mentally picture her sticking to her upper lip, Bobby hides in the bushes near the Boston Marathon starting line. The gun bangs and the men begin racing. Bobby waits a moment, letting the pack expand before running into its center. And she keeps pace with the other runners. And then some of them and some of the spectators start realizing she's a girl. And they cheer her on. The male runners think it's cool she's running and they promise they won't let her be thrown out of the race. After a few miles, Bobby even feels safe enough to ditch her heavy sweatshirt revealing the much more comfortable swimsuit she has on underneath. It is now clear to all that she is definitely not a dude. How have her legs not broken off? News that a woman is running the Boston Marathon spreads faster than the runners. As Bobby reaches Wellesley, where she'd been a spectator two years before, a crowd of women now cheer her on. She needs the boost they give her as she heads up the infamous Heartbreak Hill. It's the hardest part of the marathon a steep half-mile incline coming after three smaller hills and 20 miles of running. Bobby slows down dramatically. The boy's shoes she wears blister her ankles, her legs cramp from dehydration, and her feet hurt from running on the hard pavement. But she doesn't quit. She can't. If she quits now, the Boston Athletic Association will be proven right that women can't run marathons. Anger pushes her onward, and Bobby Gibb crosses the finish line. Her final time is 3 hours, 21 minutes, and 40 seconds, faster than over 65% of the male runners in this very competitive race. The next day, she is front page news. The next year, she runs again. It's still against the rules, 
some stubborn old school fools in charge of that marathon, and another woman now runs it too. And the next year, they're joined by even more rule-breaking runners. Finally, in 1972, the Amateur Athletic Association revises its rules. Women can clearly run more than one and a half miles and are eligible to run the Boston Marathon. Today, almost half of Boston Marathon runners are women, all thanks to Bobby Gibb. Thanks for tuning in to Incredible Feats. For more episodes of Incredible Feats, follow us on Spotify. And for more shows like this, check out the other ParCast shows, all available on Spotify or anywhere you listen to podcasts. For more information on Bobby Gibb, check out her memoir about the Boston Marathon, Wind in the Fire, or her website, bobbygibbart.net. For this episode, we also found Bobby's article for Women's Sports Foundation and the coverage by ESPN and JSTOR incredibly helpful. And you can find more of me, Dan Cummins, by listening to my numerous stand-up comedy albums on Spotify or by checking out my true crime, history, and more podcast, Time Suck, and my true horror and campfire tale podcast, Scared to Death. Listen, be inspired, and go accomplish your own incredible feats. Come back for more incredibleness tomorrow. Incredible Feats is a Spotify original from Parcast. It is executive produced by Max Cutler. Sound design by Kristen Acevedo with associate sound design by Kevin McAlpine. Produced by John Cohen and associate produced by Jonathan Ratliff and Maggie Admire. Fact-checking by Kara Mackerlein. Research by Umbika Chotera, Jay Cahio, and Mickey Taylor. Incredible Feats stars Dan Cummins, 